This is LaQuest, a podcast from California's Assembly Democrats. Hi, everyone. I'm Don Andrews with LaQuest. The California State Assembly Democratic Caucus has welcomed two new members. David Alvarez and Tina McKinner both took the oath of office just recently in front of a large crowd of family and friends and new co-workers in the state capitol. Assemblymember Alvarez now represents the 80th District in the San Diego area, and Tina McKinner is now the Assemblymember for the 62nd District in Los Angeles. The historic Assembly Chambers served as the setting for the swearing-in ceremonies. We were there for those ceremonies and caught up with the freshly minted Assembly members after the speeches and photographs with well-wishers were all done. Let's meet them now. Here's Assemblymember David Alvarez in his own words. I, David Alvarez, do solemnly swear, do solemnly swear that I will support and defend, that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States, the Constitution of the United States, and the Constitution of the State of California, and the Constitution of the State of California, that I take this obligation freely, that I take this obligation freely, without any mental reservation, without any mental reservation, or purpose of evasion, or purpose of evasion. Congratulations. I've had the opportunity to serve people in an elected position before at the local level, but to be able to impact Californians, all Californians, is just a tremendous honor. Uh, It's a a legacy, as I mentioned in my comments earlier uh, during the oath of office, to to my parents, their hard work uh, as immigrants to this country, and and my faith in believing that uh, in government you can do good things. I've got some Bayfront. I've got some very historic communities that were there as part of the first part of San Diego. I have some very new, in fact, under development right now, communities in parts like Chula Vista. I share the border with Mexico. um, And a lot of us, including myself, are products of our binational culture. And our binational economy is thriving in my district, where jobs are created thanks to this exchange of people, not just through culture, but through workforce. plus thousand people, 100 plus thousand people travel every single day south of the border into San Diego to work and to help our economy continue to grow. So it's very dynamic for all of those reasons. Restaurants, we've got many. Uh, I like the one that I like to, I, I am able to walk to with my family. It's an Italian restaurant of all places in a, in a historically Latino community, Chichia. Um, fant- I was just there on Saturday, fantastic place. Uh, parks, Chicano Park, it's where I grew up. It's historic, it is now a national uh, monument. I call myself an accidental politician. Never was interested in politics as a young person. Never had anybody in my family involved in politics. I really owe it to the Capital Fellows Program. I came up here almost 20 years ago and got introduced into government and politics. And I realized then that uh, I knew I wanted to make a difference in life. And then I realized that you could do that through government. And so I stayed working in government public service. I worked as staff for an elected uh, senator. And uh, in 2010, I decided to make a run for office and got elected to the San Diego City Council, represented 165,000 people for uh, eight years, two full terms. And it was an amazing experience. I felt so uh, professionally rewarded. Uh, and, but I left politics uh, almost four years ago after, at the end of that term and not sure whether I was going to come back to it. but knowing that uh, there's still a lot of work to do, certainly in San Diego where I come from, but also in the state, really inspired me to continue on this journey, and here I am. 
I actually, you know, grew up in a very poor community. My parents uh, did not have an education. They were both immigrants, so they worked minimum wage jobs. So I worked in a very poor community. And like a lot of poor communities in California, um, there were a lot of issues in the community. I, I grew up in the community Barrio Logan in San Diego, which is, uh, you know, in the 80s and 90s when I was growing up, a lot of crime and gang activity. And it was a difficult time uh, for a lot of inner city communities like Barrio Logan throughout the state. And so um, I'm just really blessed that I was able to, to take a different path. Um, I have friends from childhood that never had the opportunities that I had, friends who ended up in the criminal justice system, friends that unfortunately you know, um, are no longer with us because of violence on the streets. And so I just am really blessed that I had different, a different path. And it's because of my parents, their faith, and a lot of great educators that really focus on keeping me on track, which is why where I was inspired to give back. I didn't know how I was gonna do it uh, until I came to the fellowship and figured out through government I could do that, but um, people who just did so much for me. And, uh, and that's what I remember about my childhood, that even though it was a, a dangerous community, even though there was violence and, and, and drugs and gangs, that people still cared for me. And I think that's probably the number one thing we can do in government, is how are we caring for others, especially the most vulnerable. For example, uh, my father passed last year. Uh, from from cancer and I became his caregiver in the last couple of months and I found a new you know respect for the line of, of work for those who care for the vulnerable uh, for the elderly or the ones who are uh, ill and um, it is a uh, it is a, a job that is done with so much love at least you know I know that I did and uh, and caring for those people really matters to me you know our children seniors uh, those who are frail that is what I come with sort of New, newfound uh, understanding, newfound appreciation for the work that people do to care for others and how we should value and respect that work um, as much as anything else. People are at e uh, unease with uh, the current economic situation. They're really concerned with the price of everything increasing. They're concerned about not being able to have their children grow up in California and stay in California or even study in California. So I, as a product of our public education system and our public university system, want to see us invest like never before in our education system. I want to get a university uh, done in, in South uh, San Diego in the Chula Vista area, adding one, a new institution of honor to our great CSU and UC system uh, in, our, in our university system in California. Uh, the, the gas issue is still really a big priority for people, especially those who cannot telecommute. And there's a lot of people who work in my district that have to drive to work. And so those are like the bread and butter issues of, of, of what's happening right now, what people are being impacted with. And they want to feel a little bit more sense of hope. And that's really why I'm doing this, because I believe that we can do better, that we will do better, and that I want to be part of that. We are the state with the strongest economy in this nation. Uh, continuing to grow. I think that uh, where we need to just reemphasize and focus a little bit more is on a lot of folks who are feeling a little bit left behind, uh, people who are not being able to enter the middle class as much as they used to. And so we just got to focus on that because there always has to be a ladder for everyone. You know, just like myself, my parents never owned anything in this country. They had no education whatsoever. But uh, I'm a product of the California dream. Um, I always say that let's dream big and work hard because that's what my parents thought. That's what people would come to California seek. And that's what we need to focus on going forward. Assemblymember Tina McKenna's Los Angeles area district is neighbors with the Speaker of the Assembly, Anthony Rendon's district. He's the one who administers the oath of office. 
Before swearing her into office, Speaker Rendon had some high praise for his new colleague. Members and guests, a special election was held to fill the vacancy in the 62nd Assembly District. A preliminary certificate of election from the Secretary of State was transmitted to the Assembly Chief Clerk. The Honorable Tina McKinner is the elected representative of that district. I'm excited to have Assemblymember Tina McKinner here to add to our Assembly team. She stands for things that I and all of us strongly believe in. She has worked with an organization that promotes the idea that we can work across communities and be more equitable and more economically successful at the same time. It's not only that we can do it, it's that we must do it. I know Tina McKinner is someone who can hit the ground running in Sacramento. She has already walked the halls of the Capitol and worked on legislation for the district she is now elected to represent. I congratulate Assemblymember McKinner. I welcome her, and I want her to know we are all ready to help her succeed. Welcome. Thank you for this incredible honor and for the trust that you have placed in me to represent a community that I've lived in and loved my entire adult life. While we look around at the grandeur of this embellished and inspiring chamber, it is important for all of us to remember that elected office is earned and not owed. To my constituents, I commit to you now and for all of my days of service that I will do everything in my power to earn your trust, to earn your faith, and to be worthy of the office which you have chosen me to serve. Just as my family sought a brighter future here in California, millions of families across California seek the same dream. I bring good news. The California dream is very much alive, and I'm ready to do everything in my power to make that dream a reality for all who call this great state of California home. Thank you. After the oath of office ceremony, Assemblymember McKinner spoke with us about her background, her communities, her hopes, and her goals as a state lawmaker. Assemblymember Tina McKinner, in her own words. It feels amazing. I'm so honored, you know, just to be here. I'm honored that my voters and my constituents have the trust in me to send me here to represent them. When I walked into the assembly floor today, I was just overwhelmed. I almost cried. I just feel really good, and I'm just proud to have my family with me. I was born and raised in California. I went to elementary school at this cute little place called Wilshire Crest on Wilshire on the west side. And I graduated from Hollywood High School. I'm a chic. My parents um, are both in the industry. One's in the te was in the television industry. One was in the movie industry behind the scenes. And so I come from Hollywood, love that place. I went to, um, I married quite young. I have two sons, Nicholas McCullough and Michael McKinner. Um, I went to Southwest College, junior college, and Cal State Dominguez to earn my AA in accounting. I've worked for Department of Social Services, Los Angeles County Office of Education. So I really worked for government most of my life. I took a, a brief stint out to go work at a law firm at one point um, to learn treasury work. But other than that, I've been in government um, pretty much my whole career. The last three years, I was with LA Voice and LA Voice Action, a multi-faith, multi-racial organization that organizes churches. And so it was such so much fun. Well, I love Inglewood. As everyone knows, Inglewood's growing. We now have SoFi Stadium. We have the Forum. We're getting a Clippers Arena and the YouTube um, Theater. I love concerts, so it's perfect. It's a perfect place for me. <laughs> 
My favorite restaurant is a barbecue place. It's on Market Street in Inglewood. It's called The Wood. It's excellent. If you're ever there, you have to have some of this barbecue. Well, I just like helping people. And so um, I had one of my schoolmates describe me as a person that always helped people. I hated to see people getting bullied on the playground and I always stood up for them. And so I've carried that out through my adult life and I just want to make sure that I can get in here and chip away at systemic and sexist racism. I would like to start out by getting faith-based housing built. We have um, congregations across California, multi-faith congregations, that would like to build housing, low-income housing on their property. So that's one thing I'd like to do. And then I'm, I would love to um, do some policy around our system-impacted brothers and sisters that are getting out of jail. I'd love to get them a California ID card as they exit prison. I'd love to see that happen as well. I think California is a leader because we do try different things. We're a little bit more progressive than the other parts of the country. And it's true. So goes California. So goes the rest of the country. And so I think we're a leader, especially in progressive thought and bold um, policy. Congratulations to Assembly Members Alvarez and McKinner as they begin their work for the people of their districts and the people of California. I'm Don Andrews. Thanks for listening to Look West. This is Look West, a podcast from California's Assembly Democrats.